The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Orange with a dominant first-half performance left Kalamazoo with a 55-42 win over the Broncos. There's one thing, though, that is absolutely clear. Eric Dungy has to stay healthy for this team to see the postseason. We'll give you our thoughts on the game, plus your thoughts on the game. Wagner heads to the Dome to face the Orange next week. We'll tell you what to expect. I'm Sean. This is the Cuse Militia Podcast. Let's go. Is that an orange in your pants, or are you just happy Q's won? Make some noise, orange fans. It's time for the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. In this episode, we're going to go over the poll results from last week. We're obviously going to go over the game. Uh, we're going to do some fan feedback. That's back into play. And we'll do give our armchair replay of the game along with Joe's My Bookie Pick and the Wagner Game Preview. But first, obviously the NCAA is in full swing. The NFL starts this weekend, believe it or not. And you know what that means. It's time to put your money where your mouth is. When doing so, I recommend my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, these are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners. That's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they play, they have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code QS to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code QS when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in, in free play. You play... You win, you get paid, my bookie. All right, Joe. Yes. Whoo, whoo, whoo. Sabi. Sabi. Yeah. We could probably talk just about the game. We could probably talk for about an hour and a half, two hours. There was so, just so much stuff in that game. Um, all, the, all the stuff. All the stuff in the game. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Uh, but first, let's go over the poll that we put out uh, before the game. Um, the question was, is a pregame poll? Will SU leave Kalamazoo with a W Friday night? I gave four options. With 2%, who cares? I'm fair bound. Okay. Uh, yeah. With 10%, no, they lose a close one. And 36%, yes, easily. Now, we could make an argument there whether or not it was easy or not. I guess it could have been way easier than it was. Yeah. Uh, and with 52%, the majority of us, which is the one I picked, yes, but it'll be tight. Uh, they would have stomped them. But 
We'll talk about that in a minute. All right, Cuse won their fifth straight season opener while snapping a seven-game losing streak on the road. Dunty went seven for 19, passing for 184 yards, two touchdowns. He took zero t- sacks and did not turn the ball over. Mo Neal with the bulk of carries, 28, rushing, uh, 28 rushes for 83 yards. Strickland with 38 yards on 11 carries. There was only one receiver with a catch. Custis rose to the top with six for 168 yards and two TDs. Devin Butler struggled. He dropped a couple passes that came his way. DeVito's much into Anticipated debut debut was rough, but might have not totally been his fault. Uh, he went four for nine for 42 yards, no turnovers. Western Michigan QB John Wasink gave it his all. He threw for 379 yards, three TDs and two interceptions. Kylan Whitner and Andre Cisco each took one of those. Cisco is the first true freshman to start at the safety spot for the Orange since. 1985. The Syracuse defense was the soft spot in the game. They allowed 621 yards total offense. It was the fourth game in a row that Syracuse allowed at least 600 yards from opponents. And in those four games, they allowed 204 points. Okay? So, Joe, we talked about this last year. We talked about this in the offseason. How does the Syracuse quarterback affect the Syracuse defense? How is that possible? That's a thing. Yeah, well, obviously it's a thing. I think at this point it's probably an imprinted just mental thing that's happened over the last three years considering they haven't won a game without him. So that could be it. Uh, but also I do think that it was it had something to do with us. Maybe, maybe again, like I think maybe it was mental. They bring in DeVito a little bit early, kind of gives that whole thought – process out to the team that our our coaches think we got this in the bag and meanwhile western michigan they came out of halftime ready to go they do have two guys uh that again like you mentioned uh was saying he threw for for all those yards but those two guys that i talked about that had uh the sub four four forties um bellamy he had 11 carries for 120 yards and two touchdowns and eskridge was the other one who had eight catches for 240 yards and two touchdowns that's crazy so it's still pretty much plain to me, plain to see to me that when it comes to super elite fast guys, we still don't have that. Like we are going to have to be a little bit more. And of course we have, you know, like you mentioned, the the freshman uh, free safety Cisco there. There's a couple of deep balls where he just he didn't turn and, and he didn't get his depth and he didn't turn and find the receiver fast enough. And um, he got burnt and we just have to be a little bit more aware of who's on the field, especially when you have guys like that, that we know we don't have that speed in our defense. So it's, it's, it was kind of tough to see those deep balls still kind of go that way. But to be perfectly honest with they you, were this beat. is kind of, I mean, there is double, double coverage a couple of times and they were just beat. They're just beat. Yeah. Well, it could be double coverage, but if that safety doesn't get the depth and turn and start running and getting that angle fast enough, then he's already beat too. So, right. you know, it, it's, yeah. it's essentially, it was never double coverage if that safety well, can't, can't even get that depth. So, uh, and again, they were kind of being, I mean, that's not the way that Tim Lester plays. It's not the way that Western Michigan's going to play in close games. They usually run a lot more and their offensive line definitely was, uh, was pretty impressive in the second half, uh, especially, they started running the ball a little bit, uh, broke off some some big ones, and to be perfectly honest with you, we really didn't get too much pressure on uh, on Wasink. I saw we had like three pass deflections, and then I think maybe there was two hurries and there was one sack, and it was near the end of the game. So Western yeah. Michigan really really did a good job, and, and it just shows kind of how we did. I mean, that's a newer team. 
as far as the players that have are all, with all the injuries and everything. And Leicester last year was his first year, so it's their first game too. And I'll tell you what, uh, this was more of the game that I kind of expected. Um, if I wouldn't have known what happened in the first half and I saw that as a final score, that would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Um, because I do think that they have offensive firepower, but, uh, I don't know if necessarily this time around it was, I mean, I don't know if it had anything to do with Dungeon to be perfectly honest with you. I think Western Michigan is going to, to come out and, um, they look, their offense is pretty good to me. And I think that, uh, that first half kind of was maybe a little bit of a false, uh, look at what you're looking at for, for Western Michigan and what they could be. So, um, that and the fact that, you know, DeVito, he looked good in some drives, but, you know, he can't, you can't do nothing about the Ravion Pierce uh, fumble. Yes. And then, you know, there's a couple mistakes he made because he is a freshman. Um, but overall. He on him one time. Yeah. First, yeah. you know, he got sad. Exactly. The whole thing goes to the fact of just, I don't necessarily think, you mentioned it was our fifth straight season opener uh, win, but we haven't had a season opening game like this on a road against a good team. And I don't want to say they're a great team, but they're a team that could beat you if you don't show up. Yeah, and they're on the road. They still put up 42 points. I mean, regardless of how many we scored in in one, they still put up Exactly, exactly. I just think that maybe there was just a little false sense of security, and uh, we came out a little lackadaisical, and they came out on fire, you know, and just we got to get DeVito the time. I don't know if I would have done it this way. Uh, or that early, I might have let you know Dungy go the first three quarters and put him in because if Dungy the way that the game was going, if Dungy played three quarters, it wouldn't have mattered of how Western Michigan scored. We would have been in the fifties or sixties. So uh, at that point, it wouldn't have mattered. So plus with Wagner coming up, you know, it's just Devito's going to see his time. But you know, Babers wanted to throw him out there and see what happened, and I'm just glad that uh, we left the game with uh, Dungy healthy and a, a win. So that's all we really needed. Uh, there was definitely some questionable stuff. But honestly, as far as this game goes, um, I don't know if it was more or less. I mean, I think it had a little bit to do with Dungy leaves and our offense just doesn't move as much. But I think a lot of it was just, I mean, that Western Michigan offense you saw in the second half is going to kind of be what they look like this year. And I think we're going to see it in, against a lot of teams, especially in the uh, when they get to the max. So um, that could have just been, you know, a fluke first half. We came out rearing and ready to go, and they were kind of still trying to get their stride. They were, uh, I mean, even the defense was clicking. Everything was on fire, dude. They were awesome. Yeah, but they were ma- Western Michigan was making mistakes, and yeah. when they came out in the second half, they had nothing to lose, and they were just throwing up bombs to guys that are knew, faster than yeah, our guys. They knew where they could beat us. Uh, yeah. a, uh, a, a record-breaking night, though, for Dungy. He is the fourth quarterback in the ACC to reach 200 yards rushing. Uh, also, he passed Grave, Marvin Graves for completions. Marvin Graves at 563, Dungy with 567 after that game. That's third all-time for Graves and second all-time for um, for Eric Dungy. He's behind Ryan Nassib. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, Dungy, with Dungy out, Syracuse netted 78 yards and zero points. With, Dun- mm-hmm. with Dungy in, uh, it was 482 yards and 55 points. So yeah. that is, uh, you know, same defense. So it's hu- that's huge. I mean, Dungy's, yeah. Dungy's presence on the field is, it's, um, it, it, you know, in, in the way he, pl- gosh, the way he plays, man, when he gets fired yeah. up, 
he ain't playing around. When he's fired mm-hmm. up, he's hitting dudes on the sidelines. He could have got two. He could have got two personal fouls in a row. Uh, the, yeah. the one where he went out of bounds, he 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 laid a hit into a couple guys on the sideline, and then <laughs> he he I really do believe he was trying to help that that um, what's his name? He got kicked out. What the heck was his name? Um, no, no, number thirty-four. He was a linebacker. He got a. Uh, he was definitely trying to help him up. Yeah, he stumbled over his definitely own feet. To help he him said up. that yeah. in uh, in his interview, but you know he did also. I mentioned uh, two hundred yards, fourth ACC quarterback to reach that rushing. Uh, he's he crushed the the school record. So, yeah, for rushing by a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I mean. Yeah, I it was an exciting I mean, game. On. There was a lot there. There was, uh, um, you know, with there's 384 yards and three touchdowns and no turnovers, and he only played three quarters. Yeah, I like how uh, our offensive line definitely looked um, bigger, stronger, more experienced. Uh, the way our running back Mo Neal had 28 carries to uh, Strickland's 11, so that was a little, you know, kind of Strickland actually averaged more. Um, yes, no, he did. And I know they're both going to be out there and stuff. And I mean, as you can see, I mean, we carried the ball a lot, 334 yards, five touchdowns. That's huge. And uh, yeah, by so, the way, I mean, we, by we the hit way, West. I'm sorry. Uh, Strickland, I meant to mention this earlier, Strickland with two rushing, um, and, uh, Dungy with one rushing and then, uh, Mo Mo had two. two. So. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so overall, I mean, it, that, that looked good. That, and, um, I'm glad that we could actually go on the road, establish establish a ground game. Uh, one of our receivers stepped up, which was which was fun. Custis finally actually looked like what some of the coaches and some of these things we've heard about, um, you know, going on. So, but yeah, overall the offense still looks good. And like you said, as long as Dungey's under quarterback, um, you know they <laughs> they have a chance to win, right? Just just yeah, ask Clemson, right? Yeah. So, let's I mean, let's ask um, let's ask Tim Lester. Tim Lester. Actually, no, he, recruit, he recruited the guy. He, yeah, actually recruited Dungy, so you know he's high on Dungy. That's his guy, and um, there's a connection there. Obviously, they didn't talk before the game. They 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 had they talked afterwards. But here's Tim Lester. I chopped it up a little bit for you, Tim Lester on Eric Dungy. I know moral victories are something to talk about. That's what you about. Was 42 points in the dreams last night when you thought what your offense might be able to do against that defense? You know, all I've been thinking about is can we slow down, Eric? I mean, honest to God, I mean, and when you're looking at it as a head coach, um, the key to them is simple. Like, if you can if you can slow that that thing down, if you slow two down, you can beat them. And if you don't, you can't, you know? Um, like I said, ask Clemson. So I knew we'd find our way, whether it's th- running for 400 or throwing for 400, it doesn't matter to me. We have to do it in both areas and arenas. Um, so... I was thinking more about is this gonna are we gonna be able to get in the backfield? Are we gonna hit him? Are we gonna tackle him? Uh, which we didn't do a good enough job of, you know. And 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 they got ahead, you know. And then we it became a score fest, and I was like, well, maybe we can outscore them, you know. We got to six, and and uh, and then they pulled away again. They put two back in because when he's not in there, they're a different team. You can see that quickly. I think we were good enough to beat the team if we played a thing a little better on defense. Uh, but I think that's going to be every coach you hear that's playing Syracuse is going to tell you the same thing I'm telling you now, and we'll see if they can do it. You know, we weren't able to get it done. Yeah, the the key to beating Syracuse, if you can stop two, you can win. If you can't stop Dungy, I mean, they're going to be in the game. They showed that all last year. 
Yeah. You know, every, and that's what we talked about the other pod, the other podcast. Exactly. Yeah. They were in those games. I mean, there's no, there's, you can't deny the fact that you had, uh, people wanted to hate on the defense. You know, we only allowed, we killed what LSU, Clemson, Miami, Florida state, all under 30 points with our defense when we had Dungey and we were in every single one of those games, like perennial teams, ranked teams, we beat Clemson. And, uh, then Dungey goes down, same defense, and we're giving up 40, 50 points to Wake Forest and Boston College. Like, it, it's, again, um, it's a mental thing. And until there's another quarterback that proves himself and steps up, then I think that it's one of those things where, especially when he's out for the season, I think this game, players, they kind of, they got caught on their, their heels and they knew that Dungey wasn't hurt and he could come back in and they had a lead. But you're talking about going into a game knowing that Eric Dungey isn't going to start. And I don't think these guys think that they can win without him. Uh, and that's I, something I that's going to be very difficult to get out of their head because yeah. they had three years of Mahoney and not having a Dungey, but what, for one game in November out of those three years. So it's just uh, I understand Baber's concern to to, you know, um, to get DeVito in there, but you can't play with fire sometimes and T almost played with fire and lost yeah, um, well, he, he, on Friday night. So, yeah. but hey, like, again, we said we won and just like what Tim Lester said, um, Eric Dungey's a problem. Yeah, he is. Plain and simple. He's a, he's a problem. He's got more adrenaline than the average person, I think. And uh, well, he's got a, <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot more than a lot of stuff than the average person. <laughs> yeah, um, he does. But I'm just saying, I as a Syracuse fan, just with with uh, with some of the facts and the proof, and even if you know you haven't seen it and you've listened to some people and listened to us, even like I don't see how you're not excited for Syracuse football as long as Eric oh, Dentsch is yeah, healthy, especially yeah. his senior year. I just I just don't see it. Yeah, uh, he is just so much fun to watch and. I just pray that he stays healthy, bro. And uh, we all do, we, man. That we get a full season out of Eric Dungey, because we are gonna miss Eric Dungey. And there's there's no more cats like him. I mean, they come <laughs> far, few and far between to get a yeah. to get a cat. Yeah, like Eric but, but 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 to kind of you know couple that we can't be mad when you know the next time that Babers does this. Uh, let's just hope that he does oh, it yeah. in a smarter manner. Ex- hope, hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully he can get a lot of burn in Wagner because I do. I do believe in what he's do, he's trying to do. You know, uh, yeah, Tommy absolutely. DeVito, he yeah. came in with a lot of a lot of um, you know, hype and there's a lot of there's some fans that sat there just because of the hype and said he should start over Dungey. So, yeah. well, um, he's well, that's pretty obvious now that yeah. you know, that was that's not the case. This is what we knew all along. It's just at the same time we have to start prepping for the future, especially prepping for maybe an inevitability in the fact that Eric Dungey just can't stay healthy for a full year. So we can't judge Babers every time he does this. But again, it didn't hurt. Made everybody sitting on pins and needles Friday night. But it definitely made it interesting, absolutely. (laughs) But you know what? As much as maybe you know they came back and it's you know, DeVito went in there and got experience. He got hit. You know, he went out there, he he played against and he and he threw a couple passes. He didn't throw any interceptions. So, right, and all, all together, that can only help him personally. He hasn't played a game in two years. He's on the road first, you know. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Kudos to the fact that that Babers had the balls to do it, and that we came out on top. And the fact of the matter is, is whether it was a negative to for the fans, it's going to be a positive experience for Devito for the future and going ahead. So all right, exactly. 
It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. The best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, so time for fan feedback. Who's excited for fan feedback? I am. Nah. Uh, oh, come, come on, bro. Oh, okay. Wait, what fans are we talking? Oh, okay. All right, here well, we go. Let's see. Look. The fair, the fair was record breaking this weekend. So let's see what kind of fan feedback. Was it for my booger? My booger? My, my booger. booger. Free, my booger free con- through a free concert. Oh, I don't know, but it was uh, Saturday. My girlfriend went, and she said that she went to the mall, and I mean, all the parking spots at the fair were right, gone. Right, they're shipping and from then the mall, right? The, they're shuttling well, they're, over. Yeah, they were shuttling from the mall. All the parking spots there were taken, and they were sending people to the airport and getting shuttles. And they actually had state trooper escorts to go through the traffic. It took her Damn. three hours to get to the fair. Yeah, it doesn't sound, <laughs> it doesn't sound like a ton of fun. I don't miss well, that. Well, needless to say, I was not um, upset that I didn't make the go. decision to go. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, fan feedback if you want. We would really appreciate your participation in fan feedback. That's huge because without your participation in fan feedback, well, it doesn't happen. So go. Are you talking to me? You no. You get oh, enough oh, feedback. Okay, my bad. We're sitting here <laughs> in your feedback. Uh, <laughs> go to at syr ball on Twitter. Go to at Q's militia on Twitter and give us a like on Facebook at Q's militia podcast on Facebook, and we post this stuff up for you to comment on after the game. All right, Twitter first. At Mr. Dodger1966. Secondary appears rock solid. Losing Dungy for any period of time won't affect them one bit. <laughs> it's obviously Whoa. that's obviously sarcastic. It has Yeah, okay. it's gotta be. It's, it's gotta, gotta be. be. Okay. Um That's hundred percent sarcastic. Yeah, obviously. It's very it's very dry sarcasm on Twitter though. You can't tell sometimes. Uh, yeah. uh let's see. At Oil Cuse, worried about Butler dropping all those passes. What about the blanking wide receivers? O O O line was legit. We need some pass rush and more pressure packages. All right, Joe. Yeah, Butler I dropped think... some passes. Was it nerves? I mean, he he's obviously going to step up. It's just, you know. I well, mean, they've. I mean, he's they He's definitely going to get be based upon how he p- played last year, and he's he's more experienced, and he played um in the off season or um. He's definitely going to get the chances, but at some point, if he's not coming through with it, then someone else is going to get a chance to step up. And you know, as long as as far as the pass rush goes, I think it had just a lot to do with how how good Western Michigan's offensive line is. We kind of touched on it in the preview, and I think they kind of just—I mean, they were kind of ad as advertised. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, um, right. I didn't think a lot of the things that went wrong with central or Western Michigan's offense, especially in the beginning was because of their offensive line. So, um, I think that had a little bit to do with the pass rush. I think we'll see, uh, definitely next week. We'll see it a little bit better, but, um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I wouldn't be too worried about that stuff. Receivers are going to step up. So at Tim gross three, he kind of piled on there. Dino has some explaining to do. Looks like another year of crappy defense. And then, uh, at, Keen W.J. Bill piled on. He said (laughs) they're going to give up about 100 points to some of these elite ACC teams. Defense is pathetic. In Western Michigan, we're talking about, and it's Western Michigan we're talking about, Dungy will certainly not make it through the season the way he plays, and DeVito fell twice after taking the snap. Ouch. Yeah, he was stepped down once that I saw. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I am. I got to agree with... uh, 
Bill here and say, you know, I am a little worried about some of these elite ACC teams, you know, running up the scoreboard. So, yeah, I, I would know, agree. That's a concern. Like, that's a legit concern, I think. So. They, got, they got athletes like that. I, again, I kind of, with some of the, the people that I've talked about, and I, I want to call them just, I don't want to call them ignorant, but they're ignorant to Western Michigan and the fact that they have athletes, they have people. Uh, again, they're right, four yeah, years, yeah. two years removed from an undefeated team that was at the Cotton Bowl. They still have players, and they have two guys that sub. Like if you run under a four-four, like you are fast. You are faster than ninety-seven percent of the people out on the field. Ninety-eight percent of the people on the field, majority of the time. And against a team like Syracuse, I mean, it all depends on you know, the defense, but you're faster than everyone on the defense. So we don't have that speed. So again, that's just stuff that we got to learn. Our young, younger uh, safeties have to learn to be able to get better depth so that they could actually help over the top double coverage. And when they're running, you know, cover two over the top schemes and stuff like that. Uh, and that's just something that, again, it's the first game. I think that a lot of fans, I think they um, underlook Western Michigan and the athletes they have and that they are a, a legitimate team. And, um, yeah, just defense is young. First game, they're going to get better. Yeah. First, you know, the first the first game is not always your best, you know. Uh, Billy, the kid on Twitter says, got to love what Dino is doing this program. Another step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, the offense with with, with Eric Dungeon, I mean, looked great. Hey, I like that guy. See that? He just saw the W, looked forward, didn't look at the negative. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. that's all that matters at exactly. this point. You're uh, looking at a... a we could be starting three and one, so yeah, good for you, bud. Um, Dan on Facebook says defense was inconsistent. Not sure what happened once Dungy left the field. Well, here's what happened: he left the field. It appeared that the whole team left. They need to learn to perform without Dungy. And um, our boy Zach, who his is a couple koozies richer. This is our boy Zach. He got some koozies sent to him. He uh, he agrees with Dan on that. Yeah. And um, uh, let's see. Jeff G, this guy was my Pop Warner coach for like four or five years. Um, he's on our Facebook page. Who don't know. Work in progress. Let's see the adjustments that are made. Backup QB needs more reps to get up to speed with the game. Too many open receivers missed due to receiver or QB not on the same page. Um, yeah. That sounds like a fair, fair assessment. That's fair, right? Well, he was a coach, yes, sir. so he's looking at it from the coach's point of view, I guess. Yes, sir, um, Coach Gravelding. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you knew who it was. Uh, he's my neighbor forever, so he uh, knows what he's talking about. Good yeah, guy. He does. Um, Mike on Facebook says, Dungy gets hurt, we're in some trouble. <laughs> of course. I, I can't disagree with you, Mike. I can't. Uh, Steven, long story short, phew, we won. No injuries that we know of in uh, parentheses, but lots to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seemed it, it, we won. We got the W. Yeah. We we talked about how important it was to start the year with the W on the road and season opener, and being able to host Wagner in the Dome the following week. It's huge. Yep. You know, huge. It's, it's it's a it's a really good opportunity to go two and zero after you win that game. So yep. Paul says for defense got to fix that. Yep. The consensus is is clear. Uh, we the the fans see the problems with the defense. They also see the the you know the potential problems if Dungy isn't in the game and you know I mean hey I'm just saying you can quote me mark my word people can say what they want the fans are judging what they saw off the the first half Western Michigan 
just as badly as maybe people want to say our defense fell off. Like Western Michigan started taking shots and their offense showed up. And yeah. I guarantee that this is a team that's going to be putting points on the board against other teams all year. All right, so. um, armchair replay of the game. This is the part of the show where we armchair quarterback an aspect of the game that we would have changed, which is easy to do once the game has been played. And it is brought to you by armchairallamericans.com. They help publish this show. Uh, you can also go there. You can set up a profile. They have over 15,000 player profiles to, to look at and get all your stats on. They do NHL. They do NBA. They do college football, college basketball, college NFL, college baseball. They do the NFL. Um, so go there, set up your pro- profile, uh, set up your favorite teams in there, and they've got content every day, new content coming to the website, armchairallamericans.com. The Armchair All-Americans replay, I think, has to go to, and we touched on this, uh, Babers may have taken Dungy out of the game it's just a little too early. Uh, I, I think if you wait until at the end of the third quarter, you probably have that lead padded out more. I don't think. I don't think a. I don't think uh, they can mount a comeback in time. Uh, at the end of of the game in the fourth quarter, you throw in Devito, give him the fourth quarter, and and maybe looking back in hindsight, that might be what he would have done. But thirty four to seven, you think okay, you know, throw him in the last part of the second half, and ugh, I don't know, he lasted. Lasted over just over a quarter, I guess. Uh, yeah, I just I, he likes to take risks. He likes to test his people, put his guys in certain situations to see how they react. And um, I mean, it was it was a chance he was willing to take. And uh, I mean, like you said, in hindsight, there's a bunch of things that could have happened to where it wouldn't have been a bad decision. But in hindsight, you know, college football clock stops a lot, and we've seen comebacks. So uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, again, it's all in hindsight, but if, if I was him, just like, you know, kind of what you said, I'd let him play at least into the third quarter, see what happens into maybe halfway through or the end of the third quarter, and especially knowing that you have Wagner next week. You know that DeVito's going to be able to get some reps most likely. So, But, again, he likes throwing the guys in the fire and seeing how they how they, uh, how they they deal with it. So, Yeah, hey. well, he, he did. I think uh, DeVito got <clears> – <throat> A good taste of, you know, what's what's going on and, and what uh, he's gonna have to deal with. Yeah. You know. Well, this is an easy. This is an easy armchair quarterback. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, wait till we get into some of these closer games because then there's gonna be multiple things we can actually sit back and actually, you know, what was the play that kept them from getting three points or four? You know what I mean? But yeah, we we got a W and I've, this was pretty obvious what what it was and like again in hindsight it's easy to say it was a bad decision but we still got the w devito gained experience um no harm no foul play on <laughs> all right well all right yeah that was easy you're right that's easy it's that's gonna those are gonna get harder and harder to choose i guess oh yeah um okay your my bookie pick last week. The my bookie pick obviously brought to us by my bookie. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code QS to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's my bookie M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use promo code QS when creating your account to claim up to a thousand dollars in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. Joe gave us a hypothetical last. Uh, Last episode, 
and he he picked Cuse. I think this the spread was what five and a half or right? six. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I guess it, it when we did the show, I think it was it was five and a half. No, okay, okay, yeah. Um, right. So this week we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna do number nineteen FSU at home versus number twenty Virginia Tech. There is uh, obviously this week there's no line for Wagner in Syracuse anywhere to be found, even on my bookie. So we're gonna do this game. It's tonight. Um, this. This is we are recording this before the game. Yes, yes. This we game are. starts, so we'll know. You may know instantly whether or not Joe was right or wrong. This this game starts in about five minutes. So um, the line is seven and a half, given to Virginia Tech. This is going to be a good game. Yeah, ACC it probably should game, be. Uh, you know, okay. So it's an early ACC game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, take Joe. Take it away. This is well, your time I mean, to shine, brother. You you got last week's right. Let's see what you got. Right. Well, we usually what happens is when a Division One team is playing against a Division One Double A team, uh, then usually these uh, sports books places and obviously mybookie.com they don't really have a line on those because they're so kind of outlandish and crazy scoring. So um, we chose this one because uh, after Wagner, our opponent is Florida State at home. And it's a ACC game the first week of the you know season on a Monday, yeah. none, nonetheless on a Labor Day. But right. um, it's going to be interesting because again FSU they have that new coach you know um, Willie Taggart from South Florida. They have the athletes. Virginia Tech's got some guys. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I expect it to be a, a really really good game, and I might kind of go crazy here. I think I think FSU's got the got the athletes, but I think because it's the first game with the new coach and everything like that, I think I'm going to take Virginia Tech getting the seven and a half points. That that half a point, I think, is really what pushes me over. So um, I'm going to take – I'm going to go with Virginia Tech plus seven and a half. So, really? again, again, all opinion, all opinion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we're keeping yeah. track. We're keeping track of you, brother. So. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Well, Saturday, September 8th at 3.30. This is the Dome opener. Wagner comes to the Dome. The Seahawks, they return seven starters on offense. Uh, they return a senior running back, Ryan Fulce, uh, who was named first team NEC in 2017 after rushing for 1,387 yards and 12 touchdowns. They've got 10 of 11 starters returning on defense from last season. So, um, you know, it looks good on paper, I guess. You know, they got a lot of experience, a lot of get, a lot of guys coming back from last year, Joe. But is it going to be enough to stop the fierce Syracuse offense led by Eric Dungy, at least for the first half? No, no, it's <laughs> not. I'm sorry. Uh, they're just one of these teams that every now and again they can put together some good seasons, but they're not really the cream of the crop of the D1AA. Um yeah, I listened to Dino Bibber's press conference today, and you know you kind of got to show respect to the team. But right. after putting up 55 against Western Michigan in only three quarters from Eric Dungy, like I just I don't really see, um, I don't really see how that's going to happen. I know um, I just uh, randomly Googled something that about this game just to kind of see, and apparently there are some some places that actually do do these lines. So the randomest line that I just saw when I looked up is uh, Syracuse minus 41 and the over under at 57 points. So 
57 uh, points. That's it. Yeah, that just means that they don't think Wagner's going to score. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, realistically, when it comes down to it again, I I expect nothing but us coming out and doing our thing and DeVito coming in maybe where he came in this year or this it, past week, I'm sorry. Week. Or, yeah. you know, maybe uh, Babers takes a little bit more of a, you know, safe chance with this and, and – uh, Wait till halftime. Who knows? But I just don't really see this being um, a really uh, competitive game. The way that our offensive line kind of pushed those guys around and we ran the ball. I just, I think with Dungey in there and with our first team in there, I think it's going to be relatively easy. Uh, all I can really hope for and all I think anybody can really hope for is just that we come out of this game as unscathed as possible. I think this might be yeah. a game where limit your limit your quarterback rushing yards maybe reel that in yes, a bit. Yes, 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 reel that in. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a couple. He's always gonna be rushing every now and again. But Get I just Butler feel involved. like this is Butler's time to step back up and prove that he can, you know, make some yeah. plays. Now don't get it twisted. Uh D one double A schools, they give teams um trouble all the time. NC State just beat James Madison this past week. I think it was only 24 to 13. Uh-huh. Uh, James Madison gave all I can handle. I was talking to my father. He said a bunch of NC State guys got hurt. One of their better defensive linemen uh, out for the season. Um, but James Madison is a uh, is a pretty well-known, um, good D1AA team that can, can come and beat you. I don't know if Wagner's ever gone in, to someone's uh, Power 5 school in and giving them a game. So, but we can't overlook anybody. It is still football. You got to go in there and just get the job done and just score a bunch of touchdowns early. And hopefully we can get our young guys in there, keep our first, uh, first stringers unscathed and, um, and healthy for the next week. And, um, I think that's kind of how Babers is going to go and do that. So, all right. Well, there you go. There's your Wagner preview. We will we will see. I hope people show up. I know it's just Wagner, but I hope people show up. At yeah, the well, so the okay. fair's done. The fair's done. You got nothing else to do. Any apple picking season yet? Is it? Not I yet. don't know. No, it didn't look come like on. it. No. Come on, come on. Still ninety yeah. degrees out. All right. Yeah, it was really hot. Um, time to uh, get a couple reviews in. I'm gonna do two today. I'm gonna do two. So if you and go, those? you listen on iTunes. Please go give us a, a, a five-star rating, and if you give us a written review and I read your review on the show, then no, it's easy. You, it's, it's so easy. It takes five it's seconds. It's so simple. It's so simple, and it really helps us out with iTunes. The way iTunes works, the ratings are crucial to getting subscribers and also just being able to be you know one of the better podcasts for Syracuse Sports. So you know, there's people trying to create Syracuse Sports podcasts all the time. But they're yeah, not the yeah. Cuse militia, so uh, let's let's keep this going because everybody's really helping out, and we appreciate it. Uh, we want you. We want you for the Cuse militia. <laughs> JPB four 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 five six eight three says, guys make it tons of fun to listen to, and they said they give free gear if you write a review. Hey, hey, see how easy that is. See that? That's so easy. See how it's easy so that simple. is? simple. Look at that. Hey, JPB44456683, wow. you just got yourself free gear. See how easy that is. There's nothing to it. And right. I appreciate the honesty. You got right. some koozies coming your way. <laughs> there he is. E- uh, give us an email at militia at gmail.com. And this is DJ Netlet. This is this one's great. This is my favorite review uh, that we have on this board. 
I, I love these guys. I love that these guys just talk SU related stuff. No having to listen to some pretentious idiot give their opinion about beer or the green waves of Tulane. If I only <laughs> listen to one podcast before the game, it's this one. So I don't know who he's talking about. Uh, and I don't want to speculate. I may have an only idea. speculation. Only uh, speculation. I may have an idea, but I'm just going to keep it to myself. Listen, I think they know who he's talking about. DJ Netlet, you, you, you get some koozies coming your way. Email us absolutely at or email us yeah at qsmilitia at gmail.com. I always well, think dude, the at I mean, screws koozies. me up because it's a it's the beginning of a Twitter handle. So yeah, email us qsmilitia at gmail.com. There you go. Email no, us. It, only, it's, it starts as koozies, right? It starts as koozies. Koozies, yeah. Dude, yeah. The, koozies, your friends. the koozies rock. And, hey, I don't know how they do it, but they do. They keep your beer colder than any other koozie I've put my beer can into, I swear. Oh, get I out of here. No, they do. They do. Well, I don't know what hey, it is. Again, like I said, it just starts as koozies. You're going to get koozies that nobody sells, that nobody has. That's right. And, again, just, I mean – Reach out to your friends. Tell you tell your friends, family, other other fans right. about you, this. You and maybe shipping. maybe it could be a T-shirt one day. Like who knows? Oh, there's T-shirts coming. And there might be. Also, there might be. I got. But some... we need. But, but but we need their help. Yes, we, we do. Can't we do it by ourselves. We need the help. We can't do it by ourselves. The show. We can't do the show by ourselves. No. This is the Cuse Militia, the fans' voice. We uh, yeah. we appreciate all of your input. We appreciate all your reviews. We appreciate every, the Twitter, the Facebook, the this, the that, the this. Oh, yeah, and the more that they bring and the more that you talk about and, and the fans talk about it, then the more we can bring you up and we can talk about the stuff. We can, we can you know, call you out, and then we can who, we can get you more gear. Who knows? Maybe there's going to be some a call-in swag number. bags. Maybe there's going to be a call-in number someday, you know? Maybe. So who knows? All right. Well, thanks to everybody who participated in the fan feedback. Thanks for your reviews. Thank you, uh, sir. We, we will, and ma'ams. We would love to uh, give out some more stuff for reviews. Please go to iTunes. Give us a rating and a review. And obviously, more Cuse Militia podcast is inevitable. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, 
Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.